Welcome back, everybody. Couch Surfing Podcast, Season 3, Episode 8. Man, it's good to be back. Do I look tan? Do I look a little tanner? It's faded. I'm getting a little ashy. I'm getting too dry. Let me Catch me out of the shower, man. Catch me wet. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. The glow's there. I'll catch you at the Maybe you can the see on the camera. We've got audio people, uh, visual people. I'm looking good. I can tell that you look a little bit tanner. Looking tanner. The base coat is on. That's Ready for mean. full effect. Summer. Uh, but before we get into the cruise, got a story to tell you. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to laugh because it's a little bit frightening. Okay. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Not funny, but you know me. It's not funny, so I got to laugh. Exactly. Um, get back from the cruise <clears throat> Sunday night. Uh, I got a little bit of a cold, you know, a little, little head cold. Probably like COVID, Omicron, Zeta, Delta, you know, Beta. Stick it, pop a suit fed, 24 hours. Living high on the meth right there. Good stuff, some Heisenberg. I go to bed, and I wake up a couple hours later to a figure standing at the end of my bed. Not next to me, at the end of it. Like bathroom uh, door, you know, how the bed's laid out. Bathroom door, there's like a black figure standing in there. And I see it. And I sit up, and I, like, my mom, you know, hit Grace, and I start yelling. I'm talking about yelling, yelling. Like, bloody murder. As, actually, as loud and as hard as I can yell. Like, screaming. Yeah. But all I'm saying, all I'm yelling is, hey. I'm just yelling, hey. Hey! 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 hey. Just screaming it. I'm screaming so loud. That I can't hear Grace saying, it's me. It's me. It's me. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Oh my gosh. She turns the light switch on. It's Grace. She's not next to me. I touched the pillow next to me because I see two pillows around me. I touched the wall. It's Grace. I don't grab the gun. I never grabbed it or anything. It is next to me, like, you know, n- next to my bed and stuff. I can see it. I don't grab it. I don't even go for it, like, dur- during it all. But she thinks I'm going to. So she turns light on. And I was like, I remember some of it, but I was like, it's like really foggy because I feel like I was like half asleep. But when she turns the light on, I'm like fully awake. <laughs> I just go like, why did you turn the light on? <laughs> and then I like, go, like lean back. Bed. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> like, uh, and she, <laughs> she immediately comes back in bed and sobs her eyes out. <laughs> she's like, I thought I was gonna die. I thought, she's like, I thought you were gonna shoot me. <laughs> it's so bad. It's really not funny. It's really not. It was not a funny moment. It it it, it was very. I felt really really bad. It was the Sudafed. I was definitely high on the suit for sure. But she, like, literally, like, put her head, like, <laughs> on my shoulder and sobbed for, like, five minutes. Damn. Just sobbed. Cause I scared her so bad. Um, so, yeah. Uh, don't take suit And, I don't know. I told Grace, I said, you should be going to the bathroom anyway in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to gaslight her, blame it on her. <laughs> what are you even doing? Going to the bathroom? Why? Um, yeah. Yeah, that was scary. Uh, yeah, I can imagine that she was scared. Yeah. But, she's like, well, you could have shot me. I'm like, first off, no, no, no. I know better. I'm going to grab the gun. The gun has a flashlight on it. I'm going to turn the flashlight on first. Just the button right next to the trigger. Boom. Lights on. I would identify my target. And then I shoot you. <laughs> but I also, I don't keep the gun loaded, loaded. Not one in the chamber. Magazine in, but I would have to... Grab it, light on, cock, shoot. That's a lot of steps, you yeah, know? Yeah. A lot of safety steps you gotta go through. Exactly. Um, but I did go ahead and take the magazine out and put it in the drawer. <laughs> Just put it next to me. I'm like, there you go. Now it's an extra two steps. Take it out of the drawer, and I gotta put it together now. She was like, okay, that makes me feel better. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 
The cruise was great, though. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Cycling no in there. shadowy figures. No. So, but to relate to that, last year's cruise. I don't know if I said on the podcast last last year. Maybe I did. But last year's cruise, I ruined with Clay and Daffron. I can do remember you saying that. I ruined with Clay and Daffron. Stayed in the same room. Yeah. Same bed. Same bed. Same bed. And on, like, the fourth night, I woke up, and there was a figure at, uh, there was a figure at the end of the bed. And I just, and at that moment, I just go, hey, man. And I know Clayton's next to me. And it was a guy in our room at, like, 3 in the morning, drunk. Had just, we didn't, we, we thought we shut the door all the way, but air pressure, you know, some of the cruises, it was, like, not latched. And he just pushed the door open and came into our room. And he was just blacked out. I just go, hey, man. And Clayton was the one that was screaming. <laughs> And he, I had a whole claim back from beating this guy's ass. Like, he would have. Yeah. And he was, like, our age. Okay. The kid, too, that came into our room. And I was like, hey, man, like, this isn't your room. This isn't your room. Like, he's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, why would we be in your bed? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, look around. Do you see any of your stuff? No. I'm like, oh, therefore, not your room. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you got to go. He goes, no. I'm like, you gotta go, or he's gonna beat your ass. He goes, okay, okay, I'll leave. <laughs> so that was just a funny thing because they had that happened on the cruise last year, yeah. and now I kind of did the same thing, but I was the one that freaked out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this year's cruise, great. Where did you? Where were the stops? Head down to Miami, pop to Miami, you know, mess around that day on the boat in Miami, still docked. Leave that night, day at sea. Next day, Haiti. Don't really, don't really recommend it. Sorry, sorry for my Haitians out there. Uh, you you dock in a port or you dock in, you dock at a beach. And you don't leave, you can't leave the beach. Yeah, can't do anything. Beautiful place, good climate, nothing to do. I like to explore. I want to see the place. But they said you so get so they shot. wouldn't let you no. out of the gate at all. No, like you you the it's like it's a cove, yeah. surrounded by like a forest. I gotcha. So there's like one road in, yeah. to like to, for like supply stuff. So you go on the boat and you can't like you can't really go anywhere other than this big long beach. That's wild. So yeah, um, so it was just a nice little hangout. Just literally laid on the beach all the time. Good rest. Second place, Puerto Rico, San Juan, San Juan, eh? San Juan, and I got the surf. Really, I got the surf. Yeah. I was so excited. We we get to Puerto Rico. We dock there. I get my internet back on. I go to Surfline. Uh, the closest like nice surf spot is called Pine Grove. Okay. Um, it's like a little bit uh, more like east of us, like fifteen minute drive. And I go in there. I'm like, uh, it says it's like the orange, like really really good, like waves. Uh, six to eight foot is what it says. Really really good. And I and I'm like, oh. That's a little big for me. <laughs> like, yeah. and t- but Tim Diver was like, yeah, dude, we'll go. It'll be fine. I'm like, I never thought we're going to run a board and it's going to be like a eight foot soft top board. I, I'm not taking that out. Yeah. Fucking six to eight foot waves. <laughs> so I'll, I'll admit, on the way there and stuff like that, I was scared. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, But I, I'm here. I got to. Like, it's like. Once a lifetime experience, not really once a lifetime, but, but as of yeah, right yeah. now, it's my first time ever surfing like in a foreign country. I was like, fuck it, I gotta do it. We get there. Luckily, the shore cam, it's reading like the buoy. That's like out on like the reef, reef, like uh-huh. out, 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 outside. Like jet ski ride out there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Inside, two to three. <laughs> I was like, okay. I got this. I feel really good on it. Literally, like I said, we, we get to this uh, little hut on the beach, whatever. Just a ton of eight-foot foam boards. $10 uh, for, oh, nice. like, rental. We're like, yeah. So we take it out. It was a blast. Nice. So much fun. Water's 81 degrees. Just crystal clear. Not it it, it. it was. It was. Uh, yeah, clear-ish. Um, it's like you know, we're like on the inside, so it's just you know all the sand and stuff like that's mm-hmm. rumbling up. But yeah, it's it's definitely it's a little bit clearer than here for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was just nice. It was just good 
slow waves. But like uh, they would push you. Yeah. Uh, slope like slopers like to it like where they kind of build up and kind of just fall down on itself the yeah. whole way um, but it was just nice smooth like long like the whole way so you get on and just like ride some of the best little rides you got <laughs> oh it was time. great oh yeah and I was like this is amazing you're like this is why people I, move away oh yeah and I'm, and I'm like I am so good at surfing and I'm like no these waves are just so fucking easy to ride <laughs> like because they're just so smooth yeah because I was like why do I, I was like, why do I have so hard catching a one to two foot wave here and the two to three is so easy. Like it's just because it's so smooth, like there. Like, yeah. But yeah, dude, it was great. The guy uh, giving out, like running the place. There was a couple of them. You know, they were instructing people if they wanted help. Um, but the guy had a six-two uh, WRV Yinger like fudget board, like the same exact one that I want yeah. like I've been looking at like all the time there he had that one and you were like hey I, like, I just go is that WRV Yinger like fudge board and he's like yeah I'm like yeah I know that he's like how do you how do you know what WRV is I'm like oh I'm from Virginia Beach I live next to the shop yeah. <laughs> he's like oh dude that's so cool like yeah cause WRV is like two hours away from San Juan yeah so or not quite it's, it's something, something like that yeah. yeah so you know, we didn't get to go to mm-hmm. them because like, I just had time to yeah, drive day. four hours, you know, two hours, two hours back. But I said, like, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, no, I know exactly that board. Like, I want it. He's like, oh, yeah, love this board. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> love that. This guy loves it. I'll love it. I'll love it. Um, but yeah, surfing was great. It was a really, really good time. Um, I don't know how to turn. On, on a log board. I like, I kept like, just like towing it. No, like, I gotta like come back more, like, actually mm-hmm. tow there, get the fin in there. No, couldn't do that. But it was still a good time. That's good. It was really good. Pop ups were a lot faster. Paddling. You didn't get tired? Nope. Didn't get you tired. You've been running, so you've been ready. Yeah, been running. I'm like, hell yeah, cardio's paying off, baby. Pop ups, like the push up, like something, for exercise. I'm feeling good. They're smooth. Nice. Obviously, the waves are really smooth too, so that helps. But still, I was like, that for my first time surfing since, damn, probably like. In the summer last year. Yeah. Fall? Yeah, probably like August was the last time I surfed. August, September time, I bet. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good uh, amount of time. I haven't lost everything I learned. Yeah, exactly. Riding a bike. But yeah, so I got to surf. It was, it was really, really good. Loved it. There were like these two, like, girls. Uh, like our age out there just on like hard um like eight eight foot boards just like shredding it like yeah. walking like the step like cross step whatever it is uh-huh. like, like oh my god this is beautiful this is beautiful <laughs> like should i move here <laughs> live with uh, ryland dude I, I was like i like this place it, we also as soon as you got the bed weed yeah it's just weed oh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like damn <laughs> i'm I'm high. Hi. Um, but yeah, so and then after that, St. Thomas. St. Thomas, great. Favorite favorite day, San, uh, San, San Juan, Puerto Rico, surfing. Best place, St. Thomas. We get we, we rented a boat for all of us. Oh, nice. And we just island hopped for okay. like the whole day to all the different islands like around there and stuff. We also went by... Epstein's place. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's pretty funny. I know, dude. He's got a picture. Yeah, look. It was still kind of far, but we got uh-huh. to see it from a distance here. Oh, that's not surfing. That's the board. Oh, nice. This is like a little soft soft top. Yeah. But, what was it? Where'd I go? Yeah. There it is. It's crazy. All the blue on it, they took off all the blue to just make it like pale now uh-huh. to try to just keep some people away like to think oh that's but that's not it it's not blue or anything like in the photos well i didn't even know what it looked like I didn't yeah but yeah it was just weird the 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 guy that was driving our boat like for us uh he local there you know from there he's probably like 32 uh-huh. years old and he was like yeah back when i was like 14 we called it pedophile island like we all knew what was going on there. Oh yeah. Is that, is that we? I had friends. I had girl like girlfriends that would get paid like a thousand dollars to go to the island and give a guy 
probably Epstein or maybe one of his associates or Clinton. <laughs> um, a topless massage. And then come back and they get those thousand bucks. Like, shit, I give a fucking nude massage. I ain't got to do anything. I'll, I'll, I'll massage the guy's body. But yeah, he's a, yeah. He, guy was also, he went in like real deep that he's still alive. All right. He thinks Epstein's still alive. Like he gave like a full wiki WikiLeaks type of debrief down to me about like how it's like it was it was a fake thing because someone like in his family or something he knows something like that was like he thinks he's in Israel or like the Middle East somewhere out there, um, like in Iran or uh-huh. Iraq or something. Um, I don't know, crazy stuff. I can't even go into it. Like yeah, no, it was too much for me. I was just like. I was too drunk. I was like, what the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> but he gave a really good convincing argument that he was so alive. You're like, shit, I was like, I'm pretty drunk, but this is starting to make some sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was funny. Uh, really cool guy. Got to swim some turtles, stuff like that. Sharks. So a little three foot, little nurse shark on the bottom. You're like, all right, I'm done. I did see it, and I was like, it's okay. It's okay. But when I, after I saw him, like, Three foot nurse shark, mama, gotta be around somewhere. So I'm gonna dip. So I get back on the boat and I just chill. And then they go around and then we get to another spot. And that's where I get back in. <laughs> but so St. Thomas was just beautiful. Uh, uh, so I'll show you some photos after. Yeah. Um, it was just yeah, really really beautiful place. Saw Kenny Chesney's house that he has there. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say his boat. Uh, no, they didn't point out his boat, but we saw his house. I got you. Massive. The guy that owns that made Otterbox phone case, he has his own island. Wow. He has his own little like island there with like two houses on it. And that's it. I'm like, who would have thought a fucking phone case even by not St. Thomas Island? I don't know, man. That got to me. Uh, but then after that, back on the boat, you know, dance back home and stuff. Um, but no, cruise was a lot of fun, man. Really good time. Ate, ate a shit ton of food. Drank. Drank a lot. Drank a lot. A lot, a lot. And it was just funny because I'm like, I, I really don't drink that much. I really don't drink anymore. Like, it's like what I realized. I mean, I don't really drink anymore. And I don't really want to start drinking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to drink a lot on this cruise for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I probably won't, honestly, I probably won't have any more alcohol for like next month. Just to make sure you're good. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just to prove myself I'm good. I don't need it. I, if I want it, I want it. But I don't, I don't need it, you know? <laughs> I can say no. Uh, but yeah, other than that, man, it was a good time. Cruise was great. Got to just lay out. Oh, I did Wave Rider. Oh, uh, yeah? I did a Wave Rider yeah. for, for the first time on the cruise. Oh. They had two. So were you on, um, I was on Royal? Royal? Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I did one of those. Uh, it's kind it, of hard, huh? It was it's it was hard. I I quickly got the hang of it yeah. once I like changed my mindset. Because at first I was like, oh, I'm just surfing. Great, easy. It's literally the opposite of surfing. Because surfing, you're like leaning into the wave, going with it, staying with it. This one, it's just all about fighting. This yeah. thing and leaning back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so after like three tries, I finally was like, okay, got it. Got back on, and then it was like I was like stiff, but I was able to go back and forth and stuff with it. Uh, but that was fun, and yeah. I found out. That Virginia Beach is building a wave park. I you know. I think we had talked about that before. I thought that was going to be like flow riders. No, it's like going to be like a like wave Kelly wave. Slater. Yeah, like a wave wave. But not quite like Kelly Slater. But yeah. But it's not. It's, it's not going to be. Yeah, a, it's like a surf. It's a surfing wave, not yeah. a. Like, I think that's where they're. Don't quote me on this, but I think you watch. They are probably going to run ECSC at it. Wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And make it like, since that's the longest standing surf competition now. True. Make it like a weight, like, and see if they can't get it bigger and make it a big thing for Virginia. You know where it's going, right? Yeah, right. 18th and 19th. Yeah. No, like, that's what I'm telling you. Like, this place, when you, I was like, like, you're about to have a $600,000 condo in like 30 years. Like, no doubt. My place, my property going up. I got my assessment from the state. And do you or from Virginia Beach? Do you get like what your house's value, like appraisal? Todd probably does. So I got that in the mail, and tw- two years ago when I bought the house, it said twenty 
2020 and 2021. Like, they do, like, a two-year, like, mm-hmm. thing. It said the house was uh, 200 and I think 80, 286,000 is what this house was looking or estimated, like, appraisal-wise. And I bought it for 300. Obviously, housing market at the time was, like, kind of a little spiked up. Got it three. Then last year, it was appraised at 300. This year, it's at 357. <laughs> Dude, that's tough. Now, will it go down? Yeah, who knows? Market and stuff. But still, I'm like, that's wild. So, yeah, build me this flow out of down there. I'll be running my bike down there. I'm going to put my membership on there. Yeah. Give me a membership. I'll be there every day after work. <laughs> Yeah, man. Give me a job there. I'll just serve every day. <laughs> I'm quitting my job. I'll just work here. I'll just serve, man. But yeah, um, I found that out on the cruise too that, that that was happening there. I didn't know it was going to happen yeah. right there. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, cruise is great. Everything is good. We're back to work. And Getting back, your numbers up? Trying. Back to the cold. <laughs> Back, back to, to the, the cold. cold. It was it was a kind of a culture shock coming back here. Yeah. <clears throat> From like eighty five degree weather to thirty nine. I'm like, this place sucks. <laughs> yeah. Now we go on surf line, look at the cans. One to two, flat. I'm like, fuck. Dude, there were so many good waves oh, down in Hatteras. No, dude, when I got back when I when I was coming back on Sunday, did you surfing on Sunday? No, I didn't. But it was, it looked waves. good. Yeah. It was, there were good waves on Sunday when I was down in Florida, like coming on the way back. Someone texted me and said, "Hey, are you going out today?" And I was like, "No, like I'm coming back to Florida. Like, why?" And they sent me. I looked at the curtain. It was like three to four good. Yeah. And it looked really nice. Hatteras had a few days where it was like really good. I've been working too much. Yeah, let's get let's get into you. Yeah. Let's get some updates. We last last episode we talked that last episode was when I had just put in my two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was my last day of those two weeks. How did how'd it go? It was good. I had an exit interview actually. Interesting. Yeah. So I, we did that in my company, but very surprising that he did that. Well, it was funny because I joked because he was gone on spring break the same time you were on the cruise, um, and I was joking. He goes with, on spring break. Is he a well, kid? Yeah, he's got four dollars. Okay. Okay. I didn't know he had kids. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was joking with like Colson and then the greenhouse manager, and was just like. Like, oh, like, when am I going to get my exit interview? And they both, like, laughed at me. And I was like, I'm, I'm like, joking. Then on Friday, or, yeah, Friday, I get a text from Brad, like, hey, what day's your last day? Because I want to do an exit interview. And I just, like, showed him. And I was like, that's funny. Like, that that is is hilarious. So, did that. And, like, I was expecting it to be some big event. Oh, really? Like, in terms of, like... Like, oh, like, I mean, if you're going to ask me questions, like, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah, be fucking real. Um, <laughs> this is the best I, time. You can't fire it. <laughs> I had, like, printed off, like, the email of, like, the farmhands program. And then, like, I had also printed off this chart that was, like, um, all about growing cannabis and, like, all the things, like, he was talking about in the email. It was, like, you know, germination, seedling, vegetative growth, flower relative humidity, um, pH for your stuff, like all these like growing yeah, things. Stuff. Like that's what this chart is from build a soil that I like. That's basically where I've learned all that I like know about growing. Um, that specifically is for cannabis, but it works for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can take the ideas of what it's getting at anyway. So I was like all prepared for like this like i'm gonna lay it on you type of thing and then it sort of came around and it was just sort of like is it worth it yeah and like the thing was too like there's not there wouldn't there's not enough time and lunch for us to discuss all the things that i think yeah so i just sort of let him ask me questions and just was as honest as I could have been with that. and It was good, though. Without rolling anyone under the bus and being like... Because some people still got to work there, but... Sure. But, yeah, no, it was boring. I mean, it was just sort of like... 
Okay. I mean, he was really you just sure like, you want to leave. <laughs> he was like, what made you want to leave? And he's like, was it like financial? Like you needed more money? Was it just you hated the job? Was it uh, like, I don't know. It was everything. He said some <laughs> few other things and I was just like, it was really just like 80% flexibility of schedule and like the other portion was just sort of like, I didn't really feel like. I had a place like I would go to the greenhouse and get told what to do. I'd come here and I don't really know what's important. Yeah. So I just sort of listened to whatever was being said. And, you know, I, I didn't say this and I should have probably got into it more, but I should have just been like, you know, and I don't really agree with the way that yeah. things are being done here. The so. way things are ran is not, not the best. Yeah. It could be so much better. And like, we talked about like s- sort of some of that, but I was just sort of like, yeah, I think like it feels like we're doing too much most of the time. I mean, there's, you know, this and that. And he's like, yeah, I get that. But you know, it's all, all part of the operation. And I was like, yeah, and it's I your mean, business. <laughs> he literally like, yeah, dude, it's cool. But it was all good. We left on oh, yeah. good terms. So yesterday was my last day. And then today I, Went out to Knott's Island this morning and nice. worked out there until about one and came home and got taxes together and went and dropped those off. And I did my training shift at Union last weekend. Um, oh, was which, it hard? Dude, honestly, when I first showed up on Friday and like had to go through the shift, I was like starstruck. I'm like, whoa. Like, A lot of stuff has all changed. All this stuff. Well, Just different processes and stuff? Um, Not exactly. I mean, like. The system is different, so it's okay. a different POS. The menu's actually got a lot more on it now. There's, oh. like, raw bar. And Tell me about it. Give me some I, specials. I need to look at it because I have a shift tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm, so sa- Friday, Saturday, I was training um, with one server. Mm-hmm. Friday, I was like, I'm like, holy cow, like, how did I ever do this? Like, how was I good at serving? Like, I don't know how to do any of this shit anymore. By the end of the shift, I was, like, feeling a, a pretty good amount better. Not, yeah. like, anywhere near, like, oh, I've got this. And then the next shift was much better. Got it. Um, it's really just, at this point, relearning, like, the new stuff on the menu and, like, the common questions that get asked and, like, um, that sort of stuff. So then tomorrow and Saturday, I'm in the well bartending. So that just means, oh, like... Yeah. I'll just be pouring drinks for the servers, really, and, like, helping yeah. as I can for the main bartender who's dealing with the guests at the bar. Um, so they're training me for that. And then Sunday I serve 11 to 5, and then Tuesday I close bartending, and then Hell I yeah. have to see my other shifts. But I, um, I pulled up the menu. It could be, you know, it could be not up to date. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this on the website. We got wings, you know, on there. Ten wings. Got hot mild uh, barbecue. Natural. Yeah, I did not know how to say that word. I skipped that. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that one. Surf and, turf, surf and turf nachos. I don't remember that. They were there. Okay. That's pretty good. Buffalo cauliflower. Yeah. <gasps> they I, took the poutine off. Oh, they did. But apparently you can still order it. Okay. The fried devil egg trio. Yeah. That was pretty fire. Tuni, uh, tuna uh, tataki? That's new. It was really? the tuna tostada. Yeah. The tataki is literally just basically the tuna with okay. seaweed, and that's it. So no crisp. No crisp. Okay. And no veg. No, like, it's literally yes. just tuna. Seaweed salad. Seaweed. And, okay. Got oysters on there. Goat cheese skillet. Yeah. That it comes really with solid. some crisps. Coconut curry. Huh. Raw bar. Yep. Do you so see they're that? opening up a bar, yeah. Um, that's going to be like a smaller bar with a raw bar uh, area behind it. So like, that's the other thing they're expanding that restaurant more for that too. So that's probably why they're trying to get me up on bartending and whatnot. Okay, bowl still there. Yep. Thank God, that is really good, dude. Um. What's the what's the special right now? Do you know, what's on the board? Um, they have a lot more stuff that's on specials now. So like bacon wrapped meatloaf. 
That was a special for a long time, and now I'm glad that it's on the menu. menu. It's really good. Yeah, that sounds slapping. And the burgers, that's right. Okay, brunch burger. Mm-hmm. Solid, like the egg on there. Mushroom Swiss. Mm-hmm. Not bad. The PB&J. You got that before. Please, oh, no. There was, what's like, I th- there was a Mexican, like a... The Elote. Elote. They took that off. No! No! Are you for real? Yeah, so they have the whiskey row. Those bastards. Oh, man. The BLT. One pound of bacon. It's pretty soft. Yeah. All right. Well, how old? Like I said, I, let me know your schedule because I, I want to come in. Or, or Grace and I will come in for like date night or something like that. would be fun. Yeah, man. Come I'll check it out. Uh, but it sounds like it's going good there. Yeah. So good time. Good. Have you worked with Sam yet? Yeah. So I worked with Sam on is Saturday. Good? Is it great? Yeah, it was cool to see it's, him. Uh, I bet you that's just so nice working with someone. It's funny, though, because like... I got there on Friday, and, you know, I was just, like, meeting people or whatever, and I guess nobody really knew that I had worked there before. Oh, really? Well, hold on. Before you get into that, what did the cook, did, would you say hi to the cook? I didn't see him until Saturday. What was his reaction? He goes... Did he knew you were there already? Yeah, I think so. But he goes... Oh, said, our, our guest is, uh, our co-star is still alive and kicking. Exactly. Uh, Ashlyn. Our mascot. Okay, so, yeah. you knew our, do you, He already knew you were there? I think so. He goes, so what happened? Day trading didn't work out? And I was like, eh, just, I didn't even answer him, honestly. I, like, when I thought back about it, I was like, I never even answered him. Because I was just like, oh, uh, like, I was working on a farm, and, you know, it just was not yeah. really it anymore. So then I needed to come here for some flexibility. But... It was funny. He was really interested though in like Knott's Island and like Oh cool. Yeah, he wants to bring his um his son out and like see it. But Okay, so that's how alright, so then but yeah. Are there some people that are like training you or something like that? There's people that don't know that you used to work there, like you were like the shit back in the day there and they're like telling you all this stuff, you're like, Yeah, I know it. Dude, I was getting really frustrated on Sunday, not visibly, yeah. I hope. But <laughs> there's three managers there's a gm that's amy um then there's a uh lady named emily she's probably i don't know upper 20s lower 30s somewhere in there then there's a guy named henry cool henry is 20 years old and henry is helping me during my sunday shift which was just expo so just food coming into the window me taking it to tables so that I can see different foods and you know yeah. things like that. And he's like, I don't know why, but I was just getting so irritated. Like, he'd be like, yeah, our BLT has a pound of bacon. And I'm just like, it was things like that. Was he like explain stuff as it comes out, like trying to tell you like about the food? It wasn't, no. The, a BLT didn't even come up on it at all that night. But like, just the way he was talking about like... Is it like, down? No, 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 no. It was more just like... I don't know how to put this without sounding like I was just being... Making... He was trying to make conversation with you. He was just like... I don't know. Talk to talk? Fill the space? No, it was just like... There's some things that I don't know. And I do appreciate him Same trying so. to help me. But like, like some... Like, I, he doesn't know that the BLT has been on the menu for forever like yeah i know there's a pound of bacon on the blt like i need to know about the rockefeller oysters like the you tell him that you well did you tell him that you used to work there yeah okay yeah, he does... i showed him a shirt that's like you you can't even see the logo because the shirts were misprinted and the logo is black and the shirt's basically black yeah. i had two of them and i showed him both of them and one of them has like all these pink dots on it because it's bleach stains because I was the only one who would clean the bathroom. So I was the only one who got bleached. <laughs> anyway. But it was just like, this kid can't even go behind the bar legally. Legally, yeah, true. And I'm like, this, you, this is... <laughs> dude, don't ask me, man. Because I'm like... I'm Whose like, son is this? Dude, I can't have this guy telling me... Like, at the end of the shift, too, I was like, hey, like... Because he told me I could leave early. I was like, hey, like, I'm good. He's like, all right, let's go back there and check out your area. I'm like, dude, like, I definitely, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but, like, 
I can't have this person like when I get when I actually learn what's going on and I it, have it. it maybe now, it'll like, get better. It, I'm sure he's just no, no, no. And yeah. like I don't have any problems with him. I'm just saying it's just like I just want I want to see Brian and I want to be like really, dude. Like this guy's telling me what to do. <laughs> You're joking, right? That is very interesting. I'm not saying you can't be at that level at 20. Like, I can't say that. No, I'm not, I'm not saying. But it's definitely surprising. I feel it's like a... None of the managers know how to bartend. I'm like... Am I getting brought in? Like, am I getting scammed here? Like, am I getting brought in to become the fourth man? Like, I don't know. Probably. He may be looking to... Apparently, Emily is getting trained for an hour on Saturdays every week on bartending. Okay. But an hour a week, like, that ain't going to do it. Did he say, uh, do we know what the ETA is on Chesapeake uh, location? Um, He did say something to me. I think he said, like, end of summer, but then he was like, honestly, I probably won't even be until fall. Okay. Like, everything is just, you know, pushback and whatnot, but... That's fine. Okay, cool. Well, I definitely want to come in, especially that when that little guy's there. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's—he's okay. a cool dude. Like, I don't mean to—I was just getting irritated more so because it was like, like let's go check out your area. When I was, it wasn't me. Like they cleaned up or something. Yeah, and like when I was actually like once I got it down, like. I remembered a lot of things from when, like, I would have to be in the window and, like, helping. But, like, that's the other thing is, like, I don't want to just show up and then be like, hey, I need this on this plate. I need this on this. Because that's what an expo is really supposed to do is, like, be the communication between the servers and the cooks. Okay. Like, if a server needs to talk to a cook, they talk to the expo to talk to the cooks. Really? Yeah, because, like, if you got five servers coming in talking, like, oh, I need this, I need it. yeah. It needs to be through one person, and that one person can okay. delegate uh, that, to the... That makes sense, now because I didn't understand the point. I was like, what's the point of the expo? Why can't... But that makes sense. Yeah, if you got, like, five people coming out. So, like, then, you know, you can make the notes on the ticket so that when you take it out and whatnot. Yeah. But anyway, so it, it was coming back to me, but it was just, like, some of the comments were just, like, dude, like, you know I've done this before, right? Like, I used to do this when there was, like, no staff, and we were getting drilled, and... I opened this place. <laughs> yeah, but like anyway, it's been good. It's been good. Um, Hell yeah. So yeah, that's that's like the update for all of that stuff. I think. But how about these banking fairs? I will say I was like, well, speaking about closing, <laughs> closing for the shift. How about, how about closing a bank? Yeah. How about closing a bank? I uh, heard one recently just close them. Heard they're selling too. Look at it buy. You you interested? <laughs> interested in a bank? No, thank you. I don't know. That's not the business I want to be in. Here's a hot commodity. You can buy their debt for like sixty cents on the dollar. <laughs> I believe that. So, what do you know? Okay. Okay, this is what I know. Silicon Valley Bank, mm-hmm. right? So, I don't know. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say my shit, and then you just let me know what's wrong. Yeah, no, that's great. There's a bank called Silicon Valley Bank or something like that. Island Silicon Valley, this bank. Yeah, Silicon Valley is a big place for tech startups or something out there. So, they have a lot of tech startups in their bank or something. I don't know. Pretty much all I know is this bank, like, fucking, like, went under or something. like, And the FDIC or something had to come in. But, and then... The only thing else I know is that you can only get like reimbursement or something of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's like the, that's like the max. But these things are like built millions or something. So I really don't know that much. But I know it failed. No, it's closed. No one's freaking out. Um, I I found a funny TikTok. I'll see if I can find it send to you later. But it was like it was an AI, which the Chat uh, GPT mm-hmm. four just came out. Okay, which is like even like smarter, smarter. And they asked it to um, explain the Silicon Valley like collapse in monkey terms, like monkey banana terms. <laughs> like it gave a great thing. If I can find it, I'll send it to you because it was like Silicon uh, banana tree have many bananas, and monkeys want all the bananas on that tree. <laughs> like I'll find, it. I'll send it to you. Okay. I bet it's funny. So tell me, 
Um, should I take all my money out of the bank and just have it in paper form? <laughs> or put it on the blockchain? I think that uh, you're actually not legally allowed to incite a bank run, so I'm not I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> so, um, don't do it. I Let's don't know how to advise you on that, but I can tell you what so, I did. Okay. Well, um, well first tell, tell me what happened. Tell me what happened first. Okay. I, I want I need to know So, what the fuck for happened. anyone who doesn't know, you got to start sort of at square one. Banks in America are fractional reserved banking, which mm-hmm. means that you give me $100 I can lend out $90 of it. Yeah, I'm okay. the bank. You're the I give you 100 bucks. I have a deposit account for you that says $100. But really, I can take 90 of that dollars and lend it out. I only have to keep 10% of the dollars that you give me. And that's how I make money as a bank. I lend out your money. To who? To whoever. So, like, I can buy long-term bonds from the Federal Reserve, which are risk-free assets. Air quotes. Risk-free. I don't know. There's no risk-free assets. I didn't know life was risk-free. We can get into that, but like mortgage-backed securities, okay. um, like that's you buy these products that earn small and, yields. Yeah, interest or and yeah. as long as all the depositors don't try to come get their money that's at the same time. time, you're good. So, Silicon Valley Bank, Silicon Valley Bank was the second bank um, to. Uh, Close, but the first bank uh, to have forcibly close. So there was another bank called Silvergate that dealt with a lot of crypto stuff. Mm. Um, so like FTX was like their major client. Um, oh fuck! So they <laughs> they voluntarily shut down. They actually were able to pay back all their depositors oh. um, and all that. They just chose to because that's good without having. A big depositor like that, the amount like they were gonna get in a bad situation, yeah. so they stopped it before it happened. Smart. Silicon Valley Bank. This is wild. Like, I mean, they were forcibly shut down. There's a third bank that got um, intercepted by regulators in New York called Signature Bank. I that did. Was, I, heard, I heard that name. That was basically forcibly shut down that's a developing story in a way um but from what i understand that particular one regulators went in and uh, i think it was like the board of one of the guys on the board of director directors was like i'm like 100 percent certain we would have been fine to open up on monday um but they were worried about a bank run happening and it being a systematic issue for the rest of banks. Who is coming to do the bank run? You're talking about all depositors. The... Me. You. But businesses who? really. Okay, Eva, what business are gonna do a bank run? So in the case of Silicon Valley Bank, what had happened was um they had bought in like 2020, 2021 when Interest rates were like at one percent, like when you bought your house, um, you got a really low interest rate. Yeah, like two point four or something. So that's on a mortgage. The federal funds rate at that time was probably like close to, if not half a point, or like I mean, close to zero. Yeah. So that means that the thirty-year bond was like a one percent return. So if you had a hundred dollars, you were looking to get one dollar in thirty years. Wow, shit. Yeah. Pretty horrible idea, right? What's the point in investing? Exactly. I'd rather go buy a scratcher. So they have have to put their money somewhere in a way because um, holding it is just not really an option. And they figured that that was the best option because bonds have the most liquidity. Um, They're the biggest. It's like a, I think, $100 or $200 trillion market somewhere in there. Um, so they buy a bunch of these bonds and there's an act called the Dodd-Frank Act that I believe was, um, created after the 2008 financial crisis. And basically what it, um, stated is that you had to keep these bonds on your balance sheet as they're 
date to maturity value. You have to. You, you can't do anything until the date happens. So you can only mark the value of the bonds based on its date to maturity value. Okay. So here's where the issue arised because when interest rates start to go up, it's sort of weird to think about, but bond values that were at a lower interest rate lose value. You have to take a loss. Because why would somebody buy a bond at 1% when they can buy a bond at 5% now? Yeah, that makes sense. So that makes the value of that bond so much less. Yeah, okay. So what happened was, and I think this also had to do with mortgage-backed securities that were sort of in a similar situation as Silicon Valley Bank was holding on their balance sheet. Well, this is wild. The beginning of March, Jim Cramer, shilling Silicon Valley Bank. This this is a stock on the on the markets that you can buy. It was like a three hundred dollar stock. Like he's like, you should buy this thing. Like this and that. Like I'll I'll show you if you want to watch a video that really learn about it. Like yeah. it will blow your mind. Interesting. And it's not like crazy conspiracy. Like these are guys that run massive insurance funds that like understand what's going on and break it down in simple terms. But so he's doing that. Meanwhile, insiders, CEO, CFOs, all this, some of these people, okay, one of them worked at Lehman Brothers, which was a bank that failed in 2008. Hmm. Um, one of them was the San Fran- part of the San Francisco Federal Reserve, like worked at, and some of these other people on the executive team worked in other banks, big banks, like oh, that's weird. people that should probably know what's going on. What's going on, yeah. Well, Silicon Valley Bank had... Uh, lost their chief risk officer eight months before. Did they hire anyone? Didn't fill the position. So in this time, the Fed's raising rates. So this means that you need to be deleveraging some of these bonds that we're talking about. Nothing. Apparently, nothing's happening. Well, then the quit. The the risk guy quit. Quit, and then was still receiving pay for like four months. As like after he quit, or she. I think it was a she actually. Yeah, they, they quit, and they just never filled the position. They were just like, yeah, whatever. Dude, yeah. Okay. And okay. <laughs> so then they try to go and raise capital. Well, that raises a red flag for, like, because this is Silicon Valley. Like, you're talking tech companies, yeah, venture capital. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, no, you're, like, the richest richest people investing. Like, you're yeah. in a, probably one of the biggest markets. Yeah. So people start looking and they see that these bonds are valued as their date to maturity. But like in reality yeah. right now, they are worth way less than what, what actually. Yeah, because they have to take a loss, which means that if people start withdrawing their money, then they're going to have to liquidate these bonds to cover the. And people realized, oh, they don't actually have enough. Money on their balance sheet to yeah. cover the depositors. So then it ensued in a bank run. And invest- but who came in and bank like companies invest like people that had their money in the bank were like you're right. They nah. were just sending it out because like all you have to do nowadays is tap on a computer and True. just send your money away. So that's what people were doing. And like the book of the next morning, I was like, fuck. Well, this happened, I believe, like Thursday into Friday, and then. Over the weekend, I guess they announced that they were shutting down. Um, Something and always happens when we go on a, when I go on a cruise. Yeah. Something, like, something crazy always happens when I go on a cruise. It's really weird. This happened last year. I remember being in the airport, and <laughs> the only thing I saw in the headlines was gas. Was oh, like, yeah. I was like, gas prices are high. I'm like, that's weird. I looked up Virginia or you know Virginia Beach or just Virginia gas prices, and it said it was $4.30. like thirty cents. And I asked Tim, and I said, is this gas at home? It's $4.30. Tim's like, that's not right. That can't be true. And we get home, and it fucking is. Yeah. And then now this shit happens in the cruise. Dude, something's going on. Shit's <laughs> <laughs> the fan. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So basically, there was a bank run um, on that on that bank. and Just trickled everything. The thing that gets even crazier, though, is like, so the FDIC stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. FDIC is 
so the depositors have $250,000. That's the number I said. Of insured funds. There so anything go. over that is like not insured. not insured. Well, Janet Yellen, uh, who is uh, like, was I think part, uh, was the chair of the Federal Reserve. Um, like, yeah. Not, I don't know exactly when, but in the last 10, 5, 10 years at some point. Um, she's still part of the system and still does things uh, like that. Well, sh- they come out and they say that they're going to insure Everything. all depositors. So only the investors and um, I think bond, I don't know how this exactly works, but bond, uh, I don't want to say bond owners, but like, Somehow, somebody who yeah. is in conjunction with the bonds might get pennies on the dollar. Okay. But investors are set to lose it all. They're not bailing out investors like they did in 2008. But they're going to insure over that. So people are like, well, this is a, a bailout. But they're not calling it a bailout. Yeah. And they're also saying that the taxpayers aren't going to pay. Is this another fucking TARP bailout? The billion-dollar billion penny? You know. No, I mean... It's <laughs> it, it it like it's there's a, this fund that they created that all banks now need to pay into. So basically, what they've done is the problem with this is is that in a a capitalistic system where you're supposed to allow people to fail, yeah. if people make bad decisions, they fail. Like yeah. that's that people get hurt. But you're too big to fail now. Well. People get hurt and it sucks, but unfortunately, like the people who did their due diligence and saw that this bank was insolvent, like people got their money back. Yeah. Some, some didn't. Yeah, the, the but if you put your money in with somebody that you can't trust, like unfortunately, that is on you. Like you, just like everyone else, has the opportunity to hold your own money or choose somebody who's better equipped to handle your money. So. With them doing that, it sort of shows the rest of the banking system like, oh, we can make bad decisions and somebody's just going to be there to catch us. So, like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Which is the whole problem that, like, when 2008 was happening, there was, uh, like, Occupy Wall Street, which was, like, basically a movement of people that just went down and protested on Wall Street for, like, 60 days or something. Mm. Um I can't remember exactly, but like, then some people are blaming Trump. Um, so my problem with this is is that Trump was trying to remove the Dodd Frank Act, or Trump did remove, I believe, the Dodd Frank Act, Frank Act, which was really, and he got rid of a lot of regulations in terms of banks, which I guess to some people seems like oh that's what went wrong here but like it really isn't like i don't like trump didn't run the bank that made the bad decisions to pick these horrible investments that like ended up being the reason that they went down like even if and i'm just a believer in less regulations in general and letting people who fail fail and people who are good at what they do will rise high, like, okay, well, I can't trust this bank because I just lost my money. Well, at least I can, I know who is good. Yeah. But I don't know all the nuances of that either, but I just, it seems like, um, like we're still talking about this guy. Like it's been. Yeah. Well, you know what I can't two wait. Years? What I can't wait for now. Probably be here in a week or two. Little mini documentary series about this because you know that's just gonna come out. I bet, guarantee it. Just like everything else, I guarantee in the next month there'll be a little mini series on this thing, or yeah. like a, like a one to two hour movie. But there, it's funny. I got an email from Chartway. Like, oh really? Our bank is secure. There's no need to worry. Like this and that. Please don't take our money. <laughs> and well, and I'm like. I mean, I thought about this for a second, and, I mean, I didn't smell anything burning, so, like, I hope I wasn't thinking wrong, but, like, um, 
they sent that. Like, most people probably have no clue. Like, I told Colson at work, I was like, oh, gee, Silicon Valley was the second biggest bank to fail mm. in history. Jeez. And he's like, yeah, I have no clue. Like, I didn't, I don't know anything about it. Oh. Like, I got. <laughs> Okay. Uh, my my bank's Navy Federal. <laughs> yeah, he's like as long as Chase and Navy Federal are good. Like, um, but my point being is like most people probably don't really know anything or care at all about it, which you know I don't blame them. But for Chartway to send me an email, they are taking a risk there. Like yeah. now, somebody somebody is going to get that and be like, what are they? talking about like and maybe i should look into this it. yeah and it's like yeah that may not have been the best move and i'm like i mean unless they were having problems with people kind of coming in slowly and like taking the money like doing like a bank run on them like a little bit too just because of it but i feel like they're okay in september maybe it was october it was warm out still all i know yeah i went to both of my banks and withdrew about half of all my money. Mm-hmm. And like the one bank I went to, uh, the teller was like, I don't mean this. Like she was like threatening me. So you can't, you can't say that much. Well, I was like, I want to withdraw this amount. And she's like, what? Uh, she's like, why? I was like, because I want my money. Because I want it. And she was like, "Well, you know, we don't have that much cash. Once you leave here, we can't protect you." And I'm like, "You gonna rob me?" I, literally, I was like, in my head, I was like, "Are you threatening me right now?" Like, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I know." Like, she's like, "Okay, I mean, what are you planning to do with all this money?" And I was like, "Whatever I want." Like, I do know if you if you withdraw. More than 10,000. 10, that gets reported. Yeah. I made sure not to do that. Yeah, that, that gets reported to the IRS. But I feel like... I feel like banks... I feel like someone like... I feel like... I still feel like someone taking out like $10,000 like cash or something like around like... I feel like this area. Like, I feel like to a teller that shouldn't be like too weird. Well, then I go to the other bank and I ask for only slightly less. Yeah. No problem. Like, yeah, right away, Mr. Doyle. Yeah. Here you go. I was like, thank you. Yeah. It may, that's, I think that may have just been like the teller. Yeah. Like but I was like such a weird experience. Yeah, I was literally about to be like, yeah, actually, I'll take the rest too. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to get everything out, actually. Yeah. That is weird. I, don't like <laughs> I that. didn't like it. But. Young girl? Older girl? No, nah, she was like in her 30s. Hmm. And I was like, this is weird. That is interesting. But. Yeah, I. Wouldn't say that, like I had no clue that this stuff was going to happen, but I definitely understand what's going on here, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Fed, um, because they were threatening to raise rates more, and now it's sort of like, well, now we're seeing some stuff break, so it's like, will they continue to raise rates? Will they pause? Like, but inflation, dude, it's it's deep, but. I don't want to get too big, getting, too much into the weeds. It's getting crazy, man. <laughs> More than I already have, but yeah, it's just getting crazy. Um, we do have. I don't think you, did you have anything? Else? No, I don't have anything else. All right. Well, this weekend is Shamrock. Mm-hmm. Shamrock. Uh, Steven's coming around. Steven's coming in. Julie's running. I didn't realize how far the half marathon. They're only doing the half. I found mm-hmm. out, not the full. I found out that the um, where the the running path for this it's pretty fucking long. <laughs> I believe it. So they start at like end of boardwalk, pretty much. Okay, is where is where it says they they started at fortieth, you know, forty seconds, something like that. They they run all the way down to that's like sixty something, maybe I don't know. It's first landing. Yeah, f- first landing. They run into first landing there take the Cape Henry like trail mm-hmm. the whole way in and hook back out on shore, come ra- come all the way around shore, back yeah, down, and then done. I think that's where you end. Yeah. Then half marathon on the boardwalk there. Thirty first at, at the Neptune. Okay. 
Like the full one though is like get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like all the way from like what is that my house? Dude, no, that's your house right there. I think. Alaskan is that Oceana right there? No, no, that wouldn't be. That's it might Bird, be. That's Birdneck. Okay, it's Birdneck. That's Birdneck. Yeah, that's, Birdneck. That, that's me. So it is, I think that actually may be your house down there. Usually they, I think, go somewhere yeah, right there. It's a long run. So we have Stevens going to town, get Shamrock Cap, and I'm ex- I'm excited uh, for I get get to see him and uh, hang out uh, with him all weekend. Um, probably go buy some green like Mio, like juice whatever and put in my beer <laughs> yeah get some green beer gallon um well no i'm not drinking i'm not drinking, <laughs> I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking. <laughs> but when steven comes in town i don't know sometimes things change <laughs> uh but yeah i'm not looking forward to the weekend um are you got anything else you want no that's it all right well that about wraps it up uh for cow Surfing podcast uh season three episode eight we will catch you next time in episode nine where I got a big announcement for mm-hmm. you. So tune in next time. We'll see you then. Peace.